Doom Nation, it's Skaggs here, and I'm joined again by my fellow cinephile, Shane. And uh, we're going to be bringing you another Doom review of Marvel Studios' Loki, Episode 3, Lamentis. So excited. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Um, This one was a little bit shorter than the other two. The other two were like 50-something minutes. Yeah. uh, Almost an hour. This was like 42. Uh, The episode ended, and I was like, wait, hold on. Did I, like, for a second there, I thought I, like, missed something and then i was like i rewinded and mm-hmm. i was like no the episode is over yeah definitely I, very short i think it's just because of how it ended it yeah they would have had to make it that short otherwise it's gonna they left go. it on a cliffhanger yeah um so uh yeah but before we begin uh don't forget to like this video uh share it with your friends and subscribe to our youtube channel especially if you're listening on our audio platforms get onto our youtube and uh, subscribe to the youtube channel uh, leave us a review too if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Helps with the algorithm, helps our show. And uh, don't forget to also follow us on Instagram at two doom men underscore podcast and uh, Twitter at men doomed. Uh, the easiest way to find two doom men podcast is at linktree.com slash two doom men. So, all right, let's get started. I want to give like a kind of a breakdown of the episode and then we'll like comment on it and stuff. Sounds good. So, the episode starts off with a small flashback scene of uh, the variant, who we've kind of said maybe is like Lady Loki, and uh, the TVA agent in a bar, and they're drinking margaritas in the scene. The variant seems to be probing the TV agent, TVA agent's mind uh, for the location and defenses around the timekeepers. Um, where we find out, to get to them, you need to take that golden elevator mm-hmm. that we saw in uh, episode one. And um, I remember that elevator, and I was like, "This is an interesting like trying to figure out what the, the letters on each like floor meant." I don't even think I noticed that. Yeah, that was in episode one, and it's been like in the in the credits afterwards. Okay. So, I, um, I was wondering like this elevator is definitely odd. So, so, so I mean, according it's to the leading to the time keepers. Yeah. I still don't know what I believe. Okay. Yeah. Me, me too. <laughs> Um, so that's the first scene, right? And then the episode picks up right where it left off, um, with Loki following the variant through that time door. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get like the, the, the words now down. It's like time door, time pad, <laughs> right? It's a tem pad. Um, tem pad. I, I keep my yes. captions on. It's a tem pad. Tem pad. Okay. Um, Loki follows her through the door and, um, they both end up back in the TVA headed towards that elevator. Uh, they scuffle, and eventually they're confronted by Ravona Renslayer, who definitely seems to be some sort of gatekeeper of some of. She's the head of the TVA, right under the Timekeepers. Right, and like as soon as they get to the elevator that leads to the Timekeepers, she was bam, like, nah. she shows up. Yeah, she knew that's exactly where they were yeah. going. Yeah, so she's she's mad sus, um, you know. And then Loki just uses the time door again, and brings them into a future apocalypse event. On the moon, Lamentis 1 in 2077. What did you think of this whole... This was very you. It was like purpley and <laughs> colorful and... Like when they landed there, I was just like a little confused as to like where they were at first. I was like, where did they jump? Because Loki just kind of hit a button and they went wherever. But she knew where they went. Yeah, she was familiar with Lamentis. I think one. she She said it was like the worst apocalypse. She said of it's all an apocalypse, them. so I think she has knowledge of like every apocalypse ever right. and she immediately knew where they went, whereas he just knows the apocalypses they needed to go to. 
Right. I think she made a comment also about how he blew up her plan that she's been working on for years and years and years. Well, they've been chasing her forever. Right. Right. Who knows how long this has been yeah. going on for? Like, so she- obviously, it had to be going on a while because with the last episode, when all those um, time pod thingies, yeah, the little they, t- were, the, uh, there was a whole charges. bunch of them. So she's been doing this for a long time t- in order right. to collect all of those to trigger what she <clears throat> triggered in the last episode. Yeah, not definitely. this week, but last week. Definitely. So she has. She she definitely has knowledge of almost like every apocalypse event. I'd I say she she's probably had been to using to them all. Sure that she would be able to do what she yeah. needed to. Yeah, she seems very familiar with it. Um, so a question I had about Lamentis One is: Is this an Earth human colony in the future, or is because everyone is human, right, or humanoid I think it could just sort of? Be another planet, I like guess, Asgard. With, yeah, it's with humans evil. on it. Yeah, I was wondering about like that. Like Asgard's a little bit more medieval. Lamentus was a little bit more futuristic. Right. Like they right. gave it kind of reminded me of like Japan. Kind of. That's what yeah, it looked like. I guess you could say. Yeah. Spoiler warning, by the way. Um, <laughs> but we won't be I won't be researching or using any spoilers from source material, as I've said before. So I, I'm sure Lamentus Twitter. Yeah. I'm sure Lamentus <laughs> is in there, the comic book somewhere. But I'm just interested to, to, to know about the planet because it seems like they're just humans, right? I, and I it is in the future. It's 2077. Yeah, it is 2077. But I think it is just, you know, another, another planet. Worlds. You right. know, there's billions of planets. Like yeah, the, the entire Universe. Gardens of the Galaxy takes place in space and there's just people right. living on different planets. Granted, some of them look more alien-esque than this one, but I think it could just be. Yeah. The Marvel Universe has a lot of planets with like humanoids on them. Yeah. They're not Earthlings, but they're humans. Yeah. I guess you yeah. say the Ice Gardens are the same thing. Um, so Loki and the Variant, uh, they agree to work together to recharge the time pad. Uh, after they land, it's, it's not working anymore. It runs out of juice. Um, and they need to escape this apocalypse event, like the moon on this planet. Well, the planet is a moon, and there's some other moon like, so crashing into it's, it. I think Lamentus is a planet, and there is a moon crashing into it. Right. Um, and basically, their goal is we need to get to this train to get to an arc right. so we can escape. But the train, it's one of those situations of like, the rich go first. Yes. <laughs> it's it's something that would probably... It's very realistic because that's probably exactly it's what would basically happen. basically the Titanic. Yeah. Or, or Jeff Bezos <laughs> would be the first one on his ship yeah. in, into space, something Save like Amazon. that. Save Amazon. Yes, exactly. Um, and I thought on this train, we actually got some good character building scene or good character building scene between the two of them, like at the bar in this mm-hmm. restaurant. Because they, they just went from like him chasing her to them fighting. Well, to now them, they, gotta, to you, they need each other in order to survive right, right. now. And we also got like to... Dive into uh, her and even get to find her out like power a little bit, right? So she's Sylvie. My the one thing I'm questioning is is she a Loki variant because it hasn't been specified and in certain things that they are saying because he was like, oh, you're me, and she was like, he's like, you're just another Loki, and she's like, don't call me that, like yeah. I'm Sylvie, like he was like, oh, so you change your name? She's like, it's called an alias. But anytime he references that she is him, she's like, no. Yeah, she seems but to be. But she's also like, yes. Right. <laughs> I think she's more of shunned from her past or something like that. Maybe like she is a, a Loki, maybe. she. But this is one of the speculations that yeah. she's not Loki. She's the Enchantress. Yeah, I've heard of I've I, heard I of don't know too much in terms she of that Enchantress. She does literally enchant people. But... It could go either way because he was like, yeah, my mom taught me magic. And she's like, yeah, I learned magic too. 
Right. But she is just an if she is another Loki, then yeah, he he is just a power he never learned. Mm -hmm. He learned how to make fireworks. Maybe maybe <laughs> going back to the causal time loop theory, maybe the reason why the TVA thinks it's a Loki variant has to do with Loki tricking them or something like that. Well, maybe she really isn't a Loki variant. She is who she is and and he I mean, it could go either way cuz they did show in the last episode that he has many forms in every single like they showed all yeah, the different, different variations mm -hmm. of him. They even showed him as a frost giant himself, which I thought was really cool cuz yeah. I'm like that's literally what he is and you never see him be a frost anymore. giant since he was like a fetus. Yeah, since like the first Thor movie I believe yeah. it was, yeah. So I'm believing that it is, you know, Lady Loki, because, you know, she does exist within the Marvel Universe, maybe not MCU yet, maybe, um, but I, I do think that is what it is, and that's why they're chasing they're it, leaving because it they're vague. using Loki, they're, they're definitely leaving it vague, it's probably going to be something we won't even find out by the end of the show, because that's, you know, how Marvel goes, mm. um, to keep you watching, but I... I believe it is. I know people are saying, no, it's the Enchantress. And like, yeah, it's possible, but I don't think that's what it is. All right. We'll see. Um, so yeah, they're in this bar. And uh, like like we are saying, we get this good character building scene between the two of them because we haven't really like slowed down mm -hmm. to talk with her at all. Um, they're trading stories about their mother, right? And mm -hmm. love. Um, and the love scene or the, the talking about love kind of stuck out to me. Because it reminded me of WandaVision. Spoiler warning for that. And um, Loki was trying to come up with a quote about love. Love which is like a dagger. Right. But it's also not real. Right. He was trying. Right. It didn't work. And it reminded <laughs> me. It reminded me of Vision's great quote about love, where the Vision and WandaVision said, "What is grief if not love persevering?" And um, it seems to be some sort of theme in these Disney Plus shows, like the whole love aspect or whatever's going on. And I'm just. I'm trying to think of, like, let's just keep that in mind going well, forward. Something. Looking at the very first episode, he sees that his brother loved him, his father loved him, and now they're all gone. So love for him would be grief. For Loki. For Loki. Yeah. So it does circle back to that. I didn't even think of it that does, until yeah. now. But it it does make sense. But he's also, this is also 2012 Loki, who does not really understand what love is. Yeah, he's been with girls he's been with guys you know they made that mm -hmm. little nod yeah, to that that's fine and i was like okay cool but i don't think he's ever loved mm -hmm. or felt like he a relationship. was loved yes i agree he's definitely and that definitely has to do with his whole personality and maybe way of thinking like i think obviously he loved his mother because he made yeah. a whole thing about his mom and then when he found out that you know he's the reason she died which he didn't even know she died yet right i think for him, you know, he doesn't really understand what love is, so it was hard for him to, like, make that up. And he was trying. I see. Right. He hasn't experienced that yet. He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to remember that we're dealing with uh, an earlier version of Loki. Yeah. That doesn't have, that doesn't, you know, everything we've doesn't seen let Loki go he through. He just, see, he knows that in the future, everybody loves him, but the Loki yeah. that we are currently watching doesn't know what that feels like. Right. He didn't get through that character development. That, yeah. Yeah. That arc hasn't happened. Um, so then a scene I enjoyed, Loki gets drunk, um, <laughs> and, uh, and because of his drunk antics, which he is the god of he mischief, was full. He, wasn't he, drunk. Was full. he was full, he is the god of mischief after all, he gets discovered by security, um, a scuffle ensues, and they're both thrown out the window of the train, or I think Sylvie maybe jumps out after him, 
And uh, while this happens, the time pad, or what is it called again? The temp pad. The temp pad, sorry, is destroyed. <laughs> uh, so now they decide they have to work together to hijack the Ark ship and escape the moon before it is destroyed, which is interesting because obviously that's the only way that they could survive, mm-hmm. but they would be stranded, right, yeah. in, in 2077. she knows that's what happens is the Ark gets right. destroyed. So she's like... Shit, we gotta get the we gotta right. get there now. And right, we, yeah, right. Loki makes a point of like, well, they never had us before in this yeah. in this uh, apocalypse. But what I noticed when they were trying to go, I don't know the extent of Loki's powers, like what he can and can't do. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be he only uses it in certain moments. Sparingly. Yeah, he's like, I'm sure he could have freaking like zapped themselves into there or something. Like I like I said, I really don't a teleport. Know. Kind yeah, because. At one point, they're like running, something's falling, and he just like stops it, like freezes. And I'm like, right, he you're telling had... me you couldn't have done that this entire time yes. with everybody or right. everything? Yeah. Or... Pothole. Maybe. Maybe. I, there, there could be more to it also. He is the god of mischief again. Yeah. He could be holding back his powers. And, you know, on this, after this, they go on this long walk to mm-hmm. get to the Ark, and he's trying to probe her about how does she know how to... How does she... How does she enchant people? Enchant people. He's trying to learn, right? Because he's a god mm-hmm. of mischief, and he probably wants that power for himself, so he could... he's mastered the, like, illusion... Illusionary aspect, right. Like, Ash- doubling Projecting. Thing, but he doesn't know that. But it could be, you know, every variant has their different strengths. Yeah, it could be. Could be. And, I, and you know, he, I could see Loki wanted to gain all the strengths of all of them, right? So he probably oh, wants to sure. absorb this power or learn it. And another similarity between the two of them is they always have some kind of knife on them. Yes. That is something I noticed. Yeah. He's whipping out his two daggers his two and she daggers. just got the like the one little sword thing. So I'm like, I, I this still goes with my theory that she is Lady Loki. I'm she is Loki. Yeah, like they're yeah, like everything about them is somewhat similar yeah. in a way. She even got the horns, man. You can't tell Yeah, me she not. broke one, which was odd. Like one of them broke. She like threw the headband. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So they decide they're gonna walk to the town where the Ark ship is. And here we have a super important scene, probably the most important scene in the entire episode, in my opinion, at least. Um, and I'm actually going to play the scene in, in a minute. Okay, fine. You want to know how enchantment works? I have to make physical contact and then grab hold of their mind. Oh. Depends on the mind. Most are easy and I can overtake them instantly. Others, the stronger ones... It gets tricky. I'm in control, but they're there too. In order to preserve the connection, I have to create a fantasy from their memories. And you call me a magician? That young soldier from the TVA. Her mind was messed up, everything clouded. I had to pull a memory from hundreds of years prior, before she even fought for them. What? What did you say? Before she joined the TVA? Yeah, she was just a regular person on Earth. A regular person? Loved margaritas. I was told that everyone who works at the TVA was created by the timekeepers. That's ridiculous. They're all variants, just like us. They don't know that. Um, while they're walking, and uh, they're talking about how Syl, her enchantment powers work, um, she tells Loki about the TVA agent that she had captured that we saw in the beginning mm-hmm. opening episode of the, uh, oh, of the show and, um, and how Syl manipulated her mind by using her memories and her memories being of Earth hundreds of years prior. And Syl tells Loki that the TVA agents are all variants. 
Loki, with his inside knowledge of the TVA, uh, realizes the agents are all being lied to, basically to prop up mm-hmm. the TVA. So like our, our suspicions are being sort of somewhat yeah. confirmed. Um, and I thought this was super interesting around the mystery of the TVA, especially because we have now learned that the TVA is definitely located at some point in the future from from Earth. Yeah, especially with this TVA agent. I'm pretty sure hundreds of years ago, bars with margaritas right. were not a thing. Way, so um, that was throwing me off because he was like, hundreds of years ago. I'm like, okay. Yes. So... So if, right, the way I'm looking at it, if that scene was hundreds of years ago on Earth, it looked like it was 80s, 90s, maybe, something like yeah. that, maybe. Um, you know, the Marvel Universe is in, I believe, 2025 right now. That's where, after Infinity um, War. Infinity War was 2019. Some, it's, but I'm saying like... Where but the I'm Marvel, saying 2019 yeah. was when... Yeah. Okay. So... So without a doubt, the TVA has to be located. Like the TVA is physically located. In the future somewhere. Endgame takes place. It's 2023. Right, right, something like that. But I'm just saying, just for reference point of like, where is the TVA? Like, the the facility is Mm -hmm. in the future somewhere. Oh, yeah. So it's not some sort of out, it's not outside of the timeline or something like that. No, the whole thing is unraveling. In the timeline, um, so it makes sense that it takes place in the future, that the TVA itself is located in the future Mm -hmm. because that's how they're able to go into the past and stuff. Um, so they're able to acknowledge things that are supposed to happen at those points and things that aren't supposed to happen at those points. Granted, you know, they know all time. So who knows, but Rovina is probably definitely part of that. And Loki has made a couple comments throughout the first three episodes about like, like I remember he was like, we are from the future, right? So they're, they are leaning towards the TVA is definitely from the future or in the future. I think it is crazy to realize that, you know, all those agents don't realize that, you know. They don't exist. They never exist. That they existed outside of this agency. Right. This. Yeah. It's cra- it is crazy. They're all variants. They're like they're brainwashed. Like I like they're in some sort of cult. They're in a. They're so if anything, just that's like, probably what would have happened with Loki if he stayed around. They probably would have brainwashed, brainwashed him and him. used him, and he's magical, so they could use him to like yes. their full advantage. That also goes back to the second episode, uh, Mobius's jet ski. That's mm-hmm. why he's so obsessed with Jeski because it's definitely some sort it's of some, remnant like, of his of his nine. So he's definitely from the nineties. This scene of the margaritas looks like it's in the eighties and the nineties. Mm-hmm. So maybe something happened in the eighties or the nineties, and that's where they grabbed all these people from. Some vent. Well, um, maybe it's just somebody broke the timeline and they decided to take them. Yeah, in the 90s, maybe. And that's where all the variants came from. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I wouldn't say it's all of them, but definitely like certain ones, like the one agent that you know Sylvie took, Mobius himself is taken from there. The yeah. I don't know what the other lady's name is. The one that like Sylvie ended up possessing that took Loki into the Walmart type the area. Minute, the Minuteman, yeah. like the leader of the Minuteman. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Like she may be from something For else. Sure. Right. But I don't know. But it is kind of crazy to think that you know. Yeah. All it's these, a scam. They're all the, the TVA is, is some sort of scam. Maybe it's Miss Minutes. She's controlling maybe, everybody. Maybe. Um, I have that weird theory that the Miss Minutes, Minutes the, the is little more talk. alive than we think she is. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Maybe, maybe she's, she's evil. She, it would be a great <laughs> evil character. This little tiny happy-go-lucky <laughs> clock being the, be the being like the the evil villain of the whole thing. That would be pretty awesome. Um, so we we get to the end of the episode here. Loki and Syl they arrive at the town where the Ark ship is located and they attempt to gain entry. And um, 
in this scene, we get some great tracking camera work. I had to have, I had to say, like just following. Uh, fo- them. It's yeah. the shot is like them fighting, running, buildings falling, mm-hmm. going through things, and the cameras following them. Fantastic camera work. Um, was a little short and no dialogue really in this ending just, scene. I think it's just to keep you like on, on your edge feet of your to seat. be like, are they gonna make it? Yeah. I think what threw me off though is like, why are all these like security police type people like why are you like fighting with them like it's two people why right. are why are you trying so hard to stop these two people when you have this entire city that's trying to trying get to there? get into the arc show. why yeah. is it such a big deal to stop these two them? like what do they know right do they maybe know or is it just they're just like oh these people look a little harder to stop so we need to stop them yeah, maybe they knew, um, or maybe they're just the people that got off the train, right? Because the train kept going to the town. Maybe it's true. They're, they're the, but I, they, had I think, they had different uniforms. Did they? Some of them were security guards. Those well, the same the security. Security on the train had black uniforms. The security in that city were like blue. It was like some yeah. weird, like right. alien type looking things. I have to rewatch. So I don't know again, if but... it's like um, if they're connected, like they were warned by the train people, but mm-hmm. who knows? And. Well, they finally get to the base, I guess you could say, of the arc ship, and it is destroyed. Yep. And it ends the episode on a cliffhanger of Loki standing there, looking defeated, and Sylvie just walks away. And that's it. The episode ends very abruptly. I was so upset. Yes. I was like, no. And there's no and after no credit, credit season still for all three episodes. So I've far. noticed with every single Marvel show so far, there is never an end scene until at least the second to last episode. Hmm. I so. fast forward through the credit like I, I sit there on my phone and I go like this until like I can see if anything pops up within the credits, but nothing ever does. But I think that's a trend within these shows that there's never an end credit scene until at least the second to last episode. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll have to prove your theory correct if, when, when we get I to mean, there. It's been proven with the only, last two shows. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We only got two more episodes until that. Um, so, all right. That's the end of the episode. What do you what do you want to rate like one to ten? What do you think of this episode? I'm gonna give it an eight because it's short. Um, I do like you know we got a little bit more into who Sylvie is a little bit more. We got more into you know TVA agents themselves, which I was curious about because you know Mobius is convinced that you know mm-hmm. we we're created here. Yeah, they just created right. a bunch of random people. Um, yeah, I'll give it like an eight. Okay. I think it's just because it was too short. Yeah. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, main criticism is that it was definitely way too short. Second criticism is that Mobius and the rest of the gang were not in the episode at all. I didn't um, even notice that they weren't in the episode, but I think it's just because I'm so focused. And I, It made sense mm-hmm. to me that they weren't in this yeah. episode. It was mostly mm-hmm. to focus on where they went after right. the second episode. So it was good. Uh, seven is good for me. Um, but it's a seven because it was short. And my concern now, as my concern throughout these Marvel Disney series, especially with Falcon Winter Soldier, is that it's only six episodes. And uh, it took us three to even get to know who the, the, who the, the, villain, the villain or the variant is, right? And we, we only just barely scratched the surface with her. Mobius wasn't in this episode, so we only barely scratched the surface with him. There's only three more episodes to go. And I'm now scared that we're going to have the same problem that the Captain Winter Soldier had, where the main character, Loki, is going to flesh out his entire story, but you're going to be disappointed when it comes to all these other characters that they introduce. They're going to have to do some late stage turnaround that makes no sense because there wasn't enough episodes to tell their stories or or something like that. Yeah, but I think with this show specifically, it's going to go straight into Doctor Strange and Multiverse. Because remember, last episode, this timeline is blown up completely. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm convinced it's gonna affect whatever Doctor Strange has to do in the next movie. Like this, I feel this one is linking directly Mm. to WandaVision more so than Captain America. Yes, that's Falcon Winter Soldier did. Falcon Winter Soldier, I feel like, was its whole own separate story. Grounded more in reality. Absolutely nothing to do with these two. There's no magic with them. They're just two men. And one has a mechanical arm and the other one flies. Right. Like, there's no yeah. magic compared to WandaVision and Loki. Like, those are two right. super beings. Was WandaVision was 10 episodes or was it eight? I think it was eight. Hmm. I, I just don't like six episodes as a thing. I don't I, know I don't, why they do this. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a good idea. You're, you're, you're kind of selling yourself short. You need, you're, you're, you're going to tell a story. You need at least 10 10 hours of, yeah. of time for a television and show. And then they're not with even long characters. episodes. Right, exactly. And I think that's, that's my, my concern. That's my issue is, all right, fine. You want to limit the episodes, make them longer. Yeah. Or, you know, do more episodes, make them shorter. Right. But don't cut yourself short when you don't really need to. I couldn't yeah. even know where to add a thing for that's a okay. second. Yeah, so that, that's my one concern. Uh, we'll see as the episodes go on. We'll be reviewing all of the episodes. Do you want to add anything else about episode three? Um, Theories? Where do we go from here? What's going to happen? How are they going to get off the... I think it's Mobius is going to find them. Yeah, that's what it, I think is going to happen too. Obviously, the show's not over. Right. I think Mobius is going to find them and like just pull them back yeah. in. Like They're not right. even going to have a chance to fight, but they there's really well, nothing gonna, to fight. It's either they yeah. fight... It's either they go or they die. Right. I think that's so exactly it, what's going to happen. I think it's going to next... go straight into that. And my theory is it's Miss Minutes. It's all her. All right. Miss Minutes. I like it. But I agree. I think the next <laughs> episode will probably start off with uh, a time door opening. Mobius is here to save the day. <laughs> just go. Grabs them. And now the next episode will deal with the both of them being locked up in the TVA again. And we'll start getting into the end game of the show. I feel like Rubina is going to go in and be like, yep, prune them. Yeah, we'll see. Not even give them a chance. All right. But Mobius is going to fight for them. Yeah, we'll see. Because the internet is convinced Mobius is in love with Loki. With Loki? Yeah. I thought maybe he's in love with Rubina. That would make the mm. most sense, but, you know, Twitter. The Twitter verse, everybody, yeah. want, everybody wants Loki to be gay. Yeah, that's fine. He swings all kinds of ways. We he does not episode. care. Yeah. Hey, that's that sounds like Loki to me. <laughs> so, all right. That's our Doom review. Don't forget to check out our podcast, At Two Doom Men linktree.com slash two doom men we'll be here for the rest of the uh episodes of loki so don't forget to check them out thanks everybody Bye.